Father, this day, in Jesus' mighty name, we expect the anointing of God, the hand of the Lord, of that cloak of that anointing to come upon me to preach with a power and an accuracy that only the Spirit of Almighty God can bring. This very day I ask that the Spirit of God open each ear to hear the truth for we have determined in our heart, Lord, that this year we'll grow up spiritually, that we will grasp that Word of Almighty God that's able to change our complete thinking, Lord, that we may think along the lines of what our God has said in His Word. So, Father, this day... We ask for that anointing that breaks the yoke. We ask for that anointing that penetrates our spirit. We ask for the word to go forth and be engrafted into our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Turn with me this morning to the first chapter of Big John. I want to talk to you this morning about the Word made flesh and the flesh and bone Christ in the earth today. We've talked along those lines for the last few Sunday mornings. You know, in John uh, 1, 14 said the Word was made flesh. Just hold your place there and, and, and let me quote your scripture over in John, uh, Ephesians 5.30. He said, For we are members of His body and of His flesh, and of his bones. We are members of Jesus' body, his flesh, and of his bones. How many of you know today that Jesus Christ is alive and well on planet earth? He is alive and well here today on this planet in a flesh and bone body. Just like when he walked the shores of Galilee, he is still in a flesh and bone body. But he has just changed bodies, praise God. Hallelujah. He's just changed bodies. And he's not just in a single body today. He is in the complete body of Christ. Hallelujah. And wherever, wherever you are, there the Christ is with you all the time. He'll never leave. He'll never forsake you, praise God. Praise God. He said in, in Ephesians 1.23, said he is the church is his body. Lawback said, the church is his body and is filled up with him. It's filled up. See, the church is filled up. Church is his body and it's filled up with him. See? Now, we're, a lot of times people will hear me teach along these lines and, and they think that I'm saying this, that God has made another Jesus, that he has made another Christ. I'm not saying that at all. He didn't have to make one anymore. This Christ that he made is an immense being and this spirit can be everywhere and he can live in this earth by his spirit in you, praise God. It's not another Christ, it is the same Christ, hallelujah. Praise God. It's the same anointed one. It's the same Jesus, praise God. He's just living in another body, that's all. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise God. John 1, 1 said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. <laughs> the same was in the beginning with God. 
All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and this life was the light of men. The light shineth in darkness, and the darkness could not extinguish it, or could not comprehend it. Twelfth verse, many as received Him gave you the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. The fourteenth verse said, And the Word was made flesh. The Word was made flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word is God, folks. The Word is God. The Word is God. Praise God. And this Word was made flesh. And we saw the Lord Jesus Christ. He was the Word made flesh, and He was God in the flesh. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. How many of you know that He is still God in the flesh? And it is God in your flesh, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise God. Philip said, So the expression of God became a human being and lived among us. How many of you know Jesus became a human being? Huh? He was a human being. Well, what do you mean he was just a human? No, he was all God, 100% God, and 100% man. He was all God, always been God. From the beginning He was God. From, to the end He's God. And He lived in a human being's body. A spirit being living in a fleshly body. You know, uh, uh, the other, not, not long ago a lady said, you know, said, man, I'm catching on to this stuff. I'm catching on. I'm understanding some of this. Said, you know, we're half man and half God. No, we're not half man, and Jesus wasn't half man, and he was not half God. He was all God. Hallelujah. He was all man. It's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. He was a man. He partake of a flesh and bone body just like he has today in the earth. Blessed be God, and God dwelt among us in the flesh. He said the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Well, that same Word that was made flesh is still made flesh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus said, I'll dwell with you and I will be in you. Praise God. I'll dwell with you, but I shall be in you. You know, he said in 1 Timothy 3.16, said, said, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh. See, that's the great mystery. He was manifested in the flesh. Well, he's still in the flesh. Praise God. Praise God. Turn with me to Galatians, the third chapter. Galatians, the third chapter, and the uh, fifth verse. Said, He therefore that ministereth the Spirit to you, minister you the Spirit, worketh and worketh miracles among you, doth he do it by the works of the law, or by hearing faith? Even as Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness, Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. Now listen to him what he says in the 8th verse. 
And the Scriptures foresee that God would justify the heathen, the Gentiles, through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying... See, he preached this gospel to Abraham, saying, In thee shall all the nations be blessed. He preached the gospel to the Gentiles. He preached this thing to Abraham. And he told Abraham, said, Abraham... He told him what was going to happen. The gospel is simply this, the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is the gospel. That is the good news. That's what Jesus Christ come to proclaim. Praise God. To do away with the old man and put a new, a new nation. He said, I'm a, nations is going to come out of you, Abraham. <laughs> said, nations is. You know what kind of nations? Them new creation nations. Praise God. Hallelujah. Whole nations have come out of it. All right, he preached this death, burial, and resurrection, told him what was going to happen. That's why Abraham had no problem carrying Isaac up on the mountain. He didn't have any problem. Blessed be God. Uh, God had done promised him a son, and he said, through that seed, through that seed, shall the Messiah come. Blessed be God. So he laid him down there, willing to sacrifice his only begotten son, knowing that if he sacrificed him, God would raise him up right out of those ashes, because God had promised Abraham that through his seed shall all nations be blessed. Abraham's son, Isaac, was the miracle child through the flesh, but Jesus Christ was that miracle seed that came through the Spirit through faith. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He preached it unto Abraham. said, I'm going to make a holy nation. Holy nation. You know, he told Abraham, 17th chapter of Genesis, he said, I'll make a covenant between you and me and thy seed after thee in their generations. said, I'll make this covenant. He said, I am the Almighty God, the El Shaddai, the great and only God. said, I'll make this covenant between thee and thy seed. Isn't that what he said? Now he said, I, see, God always, if you want like Jesus said, if you're going to understand the kingdom of God, you're going to have to understand how it works. He said it works by seed principle. You plant seed and it grows up. You understand that? First the blade, then the stalk, the full ear, and the corn. Alright, Galatians 3.16. He said, Now unto Abraham and his seed were the promise made. See? This promise was made unto Abraham and his seed. Uh, now to Abraham and his seed were the promise made. He saith not to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed which is Christ. All right, now listen to him, what he's saying. He said, Abraham, I'm going uh, uh, to tell you about what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this generation of people that comes from you, and through your seed I will produce a Messiah. And through this seed shall be, all nations shall be blessed. I shall make a new nation and they shall all come and be blessed through thy seed. Thy seed. Now, not of your seeds as of many. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and down through that. No, he's not talking about that. God's talking about the end results. I preach the gospel unto you, Abraham. I'm going to do away with that old man that's on the inside of you. I'm going to put a new man on the inside of you, and the whole world, all nations, shall be blessed because of this seed. See? 
And this seed which is Christ, this seed which is Christ, praise God. God's working the seed principle, isn't he? All right, look in the 29th verse. Now, who is the seed of Abraham? He said, and to Jesus which is the seed, and to thy seed which is Christ. 29th verse, and if ye be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. Now, what's he trying to say, folks? He's trying to say something about this seed business. See, he's trying to tell you something about seed and how it works. He said, blessed be God, I'm going to tell you, Abraham, about the death, burial, and the resurrection, and that that through your seed, and because you believe me, and I could count it to you as righteousness, and I could impute righteousness to you, blessed be God, through this righteous seed shall come the Messiah, and I shall plant me a seed, and if ye be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise, praise God. Yes, who is the seed? Blessed be God, it's still Christ. Amen. It's still Christ. Well, where is Christ at? He's in you. Amen. The seed has been planted. Amen. Amen. What was Abraham's seed? It was Christ. Look in the 16th verse again. Now unto Abraham and his seed were the promise made. He saith not unto seeds as of many, not the physical bloodline, and to seeds of many, but as of one and to thy seed which is Christ. 29th verse said, and if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. <laughs> Who is the seed now, I'm telling you? Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't look at me out there like Cowed a new gate or something. What in the world he's talking? I'm talking about this. I'm talking about God is not trying to produce Jesus Christ. Do you understand that? He's not interested in producing Jesus Christ. He's in, interested in a whole nation of them. For, hallelujah. He planted him a seed. How many of you know in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God? Mark said, and the sower sowed the Word. The sower sowed the Word. God sowed him a seed. Hallelujah. Praise God. He sowed him a seed. And if ye be Christ, you're Abraham's seed. Well, who is the seed? The seed's Christ. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Look in Romans, the ninth chapter. Romans 9.29 Paul is quoting Isaiah here. <coughs> Romans 9.29 He said, And as Isaiah, or Isaiah said before, except the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed. He left us a seed, folks. We had have been like Sodom and Gomorrah. See? We'd have been, we'd just been lost. We wouldn't have had a chance. We were heathens. We were like Sodom and Gomorrah. But God left us a seed. He said, Abraham, all nations shall be blessed through you and I'll plant me a seed in you because you believe me because of your faith. I'll count it to you as righteousness and I'll bring a righteous line through you and your seed shall be the Christ of Almighty God. Hallelujah. And he said, if you be Christ, then you'll be Abraham's seed. And heirs according to the promise. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. The Word was God. 
14th verse, John 1, 14 said, The Word was made flesh. The Word was made flesh. God's seed was made flesh. God's seed was made flesh. Hallelujah. How many of you know God's seed can live in flesh? Huh? <laughs> Praise God. Turn with me to little John. First little John. First chapter. First little John, the first chapter, the first verse. He said, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. See? Of this word of life. This word's alive. This word. We handle the word. We handle the word. The word was made what? Flesh. The word was made flesh. He said, for the life was manifested, it. we have seen it, we bear witness, show unto you that eternal life which, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. He said, we have handled the word of life. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word is God. Praise God. The word is. The word was made flesh. The word is God's seed. Do you understand that? Unless God had left us a seed, we'd have been like Sodom and Gomorrah. He'd had to annihilate the whole thing. But blessed be God, He left us a seed. Hallelujah. He left us a seed. It was because of Abraham He met a man that would make covenant with Him and walk upright before Him. And He made a covenant and He said, I'll bless all nations because of you, Abraham. And if ye be Abraham's seed, then your heirs according to the promise. You know, what was the promise? Someone said, well, it's these blessings. Said he's redeemed us from the curse of the law. Yeah, that's right. But blessings wasn't just financial and, and, and healing and those things. He said in Galatians 3, 13, said Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for as written, curses everyone that hang on the tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles What's the rest of it? That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. What is that Spirit? It's the Spirit of God. It's the Spirit of Christ. It is the Holy Ghost. Praise God. It is our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, coming into you at the new birth. Hallelujah. That's the promise. It wasn't just cars and houses and things like that. Thank God. He said, seek ye first this kingdom of God and His righteousness. I'll, I'll take care of that end of it. See? Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God. He said the Word was made flesh. They handled the Word. Turn with me uh, uh, back to the first chapter of Peter. First Peter, the first chapter. First Peter 1, 1.23 Now how was we born again? Now what did he say to Abraham? What's he telling Abraham? Abraham said, Abraham, now listen to me. Through you I'm going to bless all the earth. Now Abraham, through your seed, through your seed, because of your righteousness, I'll produce a holy line of people. And they'll become 
a new creation nation. They'll be the born-again nation. Now, he preached that to Abraham. Abraham knew this. All right, now, he said this word, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word was made flesh. All right, First Peter 1.23, he said, And being born again, not of corruptible seed, not of a corruptible word. Now listen to him, word and seed, same thing. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God. Hallelujah. Born again by the word of God. How many of you know you this day are the word made flesh? Praise be unto God. You are the seed of the living God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Can't be saying anything else. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me read that again. Being born again, how was I born again? Not of incor- not a corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Well, who lives and abides forever? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And you were born to God, of God by the seed of God, the incorruptible seed, which is the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Hallelujah. The incorruptible word has caused you to be born again. And this day I submit to you that you are the flesh and bone Christ in this earth and that the spirit of almighty God that he is very own holy holy pure spirit lives and dwells in mortal flesh this day praise God hallelujah praise the Lord God's word God's seed has been made flesh (laughs) hallelujah praise God turn to second Peter First chapter. First verse. Simon Peter, servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith. How many of you know you've done obtained like precious faith? <laughs> you already got some of it. Oh, if I had faith enough. You got enough. You done receive this like precious kind. You know what that precious kind is? That's the kind that works. It ain't too precious when it don't work, folks. <laughs> with us. Listen to this. Done received this like precious faith with us. How many of you know you got the kind of faith Peter operated on? He's one of them folks that'll walk on water. Amen? He'll get out of the boat. With us through righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. See, when a man gets born again, he becomes righteous. He receives something else too. What is it? The faith of Almighty God. He said, grace and peace be multiplied to you. So this stuff can multiply. You go to using it, it'll grow on you. That's seed stuff. You go to planting that seed and you plant it with your mouth, bless God, it'll explode on you. He'll grow you a crop of it. So through the knowledge, how are you going to do it? Through the knowledge of God and of, of Jesus our Lord. According, <laughs> according as His divine power hath given unto us all things pertaining to life and godliness, all things. Through the knowledge of Him that has called us unto glory and virtue where? 
thy are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, the divine nature having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Well, what does he say? <clears throat> He's saying here, you've done received the divine nature in a human body, in flesh and bone body, in a flesh and bone body. See, a lot of times I've heard people say, well, on the day of Pentecost, up jumped 120 little Jesuses. No, no, no. Just up jumped Jesus and 120 people. That's, that's what... <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over all his foes. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. God didn't make a bunch of little Jesuses. He didn't do that. He didn't have to. Jesus is big enough for all of us, folks. <laughs> See, he's big enough for all of us. <laughs> Well, I got a little, little of the Lord in him. No, you got all of him. So how can that be? Because of his fullness have we received and grace for grace. John 1, 16. Of his fullness have we received. Of his fullness. Not part of him. Well, you know, I ain't much to me. How come you ain't much? That's a disgrace to the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, but I don't feel. Oh, there's the problem there, see. <laughs> You're going on the feeling deal again. No, we don't go by that. We go by the Word. What does the Word say? This Word is incorruptible. This Word of God upon the lips of faith will do the same thing that it did on Jesus' lips. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn to, back over to First John, third chapter. Little John. First John 3 and 9 said, Whosoever is born of God. Well, say this out loud. I'm born of God. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. <laughs> For he, why doesn't he commit sin? For his seed remaineth in him. Amen? His seed. Where is the seed? Where is the seed of God? It's in him that's born again. Well, what is this seed? What did he tell Abraham? God don't change, folks. God ain't changed. What did he say to Abraham? He said, through your seed, there's going to come one. His name's Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. You've been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, which is the word of the living God, which liveth and abideth forever, praise God. And he said, whosoever is born of God, his seed remains in him. His seed. His seed, his seed. Well, who was, who was the seed? He was Christ. No, you don't have a seed in you and it's going to grow up and produce Christ. No, the seed's already in you. That's produced. He produced the Christ. Huh? You didn't get a little baby Jesus when you was born again. Oh, and we're going to grow him up. <laughs> I don't know where that started, but that's not right. You got the full-blown, glorified, resurrected God living in you at the new birth. Praise God. Hallelujah. You say, well, I tell you what, I wished I'd have known it. I wished I'd have known it too. <laughs> <Was that> no? 
<laughs> All right. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sins. How come? For his seed remaineth in him. And he cannot commit sin because he's born of God. Cotton Patch clarifies that verse. All of them. Most any other translation clarifies that. Because I don't know anybody here has not committed any sin since they've been born again. Altar call if you raise your hand. See, that can't be. That's not. That's not clear. Cotton Patch said, "Anyone who has been fathered by God. How many of you know you've been fathered by God? Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, folks." What did he tell Abraham? You're going to be a father of many nations because of your faith. I'm going to be able to come through this righteous bloodline and I'm going to be a father. I'm going to be a who was who who was Jesus' father? Huh? Well, that's how come he's your father because Christ lives in you. <laughs> Amen? You've been refathered from above, see? All right, now listen to Cotton Patch, what he said. Anyone who's been fathered by God does not make wrong a habit because he carries in him his father's genes. How many of you know you got your father's genes in you? Since God has made, since God has fathered him, he just can't wallow in sin. If you wallow in sin, then you, you need to get born again. If you can sin and just wallow in it, then something's wrong with your experience with God. Are you hearing me? If, if it does not bother you when you sin, I'm telling you right now, when you do something wrong, if it don't bug you till you get it right, then something's wrong. Amen? If you can just wall in sin, go on, go on for year after year, now something's wrong with your experience. Either you've done contact with the devil and the devil's ruling over you and then you don't have any control over it. Or either you need to be born again. One of the two. If anyone's been refathered by God, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God, praise God. You are the Word made flesh, the seed made flesh, the, the seed, uh, uh, the Word is in a flesh and bone body today. Now God done something, uh, uh, what did He say in Genesis? Now what did He say in Genesis? What is the law of Genesis concerning seed, Clayton? Everything reproduces after its own kind. Hallelujah. See, God used the seed. If God had not left us a seed, we'd have been like Sodom and Gomorrah. But God took a principle. Everything reproduces after his own kind and he planted a seed. He planted a seed. He planted a seed. And that seed grew up and sprung up. Blessed be God, the resurrected, glorified Christ and produced the crop of us. Praise God. Everyone, well, I don't know how I could be like the Lord. Yeah, because he planted a seed. Everything reproduces after its own kind. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Turn with me back over to the fifth chapter of Ephesians. Ephesians 5.30 
He said, for we are members of his body and of his flesh and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall join himself to his wife and the two shall be one flesh. He said, this is a great mystery. This is a great mystery how a husband and wife's going to be one flesh. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. He ain't talking about marriage. He's he just liking it to that. But wait a minute. Well, what's he trying to say here? What is Paul trying to write by the Spirit of God? He said, you're members of his flesh and of his bone. And when you are married to a woman, you become one. You take on that man's name. You take on everything that his assets, everything else. But blessed be God, not only that, when the marriage is consummated, you become one flesh. Blessed be God. I'm telling you right now, that we are the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. The church is the bride of Christ. And when you accept Him, y'all become one flesh. He likened it just like a man and a woman. How many of you know you've been bought with a price? Or did He just buy your spirit? Or did He say about your body? See? Your body, your flesh too. Alright, Paul is quoting uh, Genesis, the second chapter over there. Turn over to the second chapter of Genesis. Second chapter of Genesis. See, Paul's comparing... The church and Christ and husband and wife. Genesis 2, 23. And he said, Adam, and Adam said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she's taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Now Paul is quoting this. Now why is he likening, why is Paul likening marriage and the husband and wife relationship to Christ and the church? He, because it is simply this. He said he took Adam, he's quoting this, he said he took Eve right out of Adam. How many of you know today you've been taken right out of Jesus Christ? You was made out of the Christ of Almighty God. That's what he's talking about. You've been made. See, God had a plan. Every one of them. He wanted every one of them to be just like Jesus on the inside. So what did he do? Blessed be God. He married them together. <laughs> he put them together. He put them together. The Christ of God is in a flesh and bone body. Praise God. You know what he said in, in, in Ephesians 2.10? said, you are God's workmanship created. In Christ Jesus. Well, how did He create you? The same way that He created Eve. How did He create Eve? He took Eve right out of man, praise be unto God. I'm telling you, He likened it just like that. He said, I've made you, created you right out of Christ, praise God. Hallelujah. Someone shout about that this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Said, you're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Hobar said, in fact, we're God's product because we've been created through Christ Jesus. 
See, we're His product. Well, how did He produce us? He planted a seed. <laughs> See, He planted a seed. He planted a seed. God produces by His seed. God sowed the Word. God sowed Jesus. God sowed the seed. What was the seed? The seed was Christ. The seed was Jesus Christ. The seed was the Word. He planted that Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with Him, and not anything made was not made, and the Word was made flesh. Dwelt among us. Praise be unto God. The Word was made flesh. He said, I'll dwell with you, but I shall be in you. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Said, and, and this seed of Abraham was the Christ, and said, if you be Abraham's seed, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. And heirs according to the promise. Praise be unto God. Praise God. See? God left us a seed. God left us a seed. What is the seed? No, it's not some little... Get your eyes off a seed on the mustard seed. Get it on Jesus. Jesus' seed. The full-grown, resurrected Christ that sits at the right hand of God dwells in your mortal body. That is the seed. There is not some little seed that went to, at 12 years old into the temple and growing in wisdom and knowledge and favor with God and man. No, not that one. No, we have been united with the resurrected, glorified Christ. We was raised with Him. Now we're seated with Him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That same seed that walked the shores of Galilee is still walking the face of this earth, praise God, but He's walking in another form now. Hallelujah. He's walking in a flesh and bone body just like He did then. Praise God. You know, we understand Scriptures like... 1 Corinthians 3.16 Know ye not that you're the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. See, that clarifies them. How does the Spirit of God? Because Christ, the seed, the seed of God, He planted a seed. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 6.16 said, Ye are the temple of the living God. The living God. The living God. Oh, blessed be God. You know, Ephesians 2.22 said, You're the habitation of God. You're the house where God lives. See? Well, how does he live? That? Because he planted a seed. Well, I know it, but the seed, is he ever going to grow up? Yeah, he's done already grown. He sits at the highest seat in the universe. Well, where is he at now? In you. How can he do that? By his Spirit. By His Spirit, the same Spirit that overshadowed Mary, blessed God, has overshadowed you and blew that old man away and Christ Himself comes to dwell in your mortal body. He said, you're the habitation of God. Amplified said, the dwelling place of God. Jerusalem said, the house, your body. Your house. Your house. Where God lives. See? One translation said, one said, you're the house. One said, you're the building. One said, you're the tent. Jesus lives in your tent. How many know Jesus lives in your wigwam? <laughs> huh? So how come you say something like that? Because you remember it. That's why I said it. <laughs> Jesus doesn't move. He's living in your wigwam today, Lynn. Did you know that? <laughs> Praise the Lord. See? Hallelujah. Jesus in my wigwam. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Where is Jesus at? I don't have to go hunt Earl Roberts. I don't have to find Jimmy Swaggart. I don't have to find Kenneth Hagin. Bless God. I have already found Jesus. Hallelujah. I've already found him. He's moved into me. I'm telling you, we've moved in together. We've joined ourselves to Messiah. We form a single spirit. Praise God. The same Christ that raised Lazarus from the dead dwells in your mortal flesh and bone today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. See, it's who lives in you, not what lives in you. See, it ain't who, it ain't a what. Well, what's in you? Well, I got the Spirit of God like it's a what. No, bless God, that Spirit of God and the Spirit of Christ and the Holy Ghost, they're all just one. Hallelujah. It is the seed of God. God planted Himself. (laughs) Well, what does his, if he planted himself, just what will it reproduce? Huh? Everything reproduces after his own kind. That's the law of God. That's the law of God, see? Praise God. See, you can understand scriptures like, greater is he, not that something, but he that's in you than he that's in the world. See? Jesus is in a flesh and bone body in the earth. He's in your body. Praise God. Praise God. Well, can you say amen today? Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I want to get that one in to start off the new year. Get you thinking on along those lines. Get you to thinking right along those lines because we want, we want to get a hold of that this year. We want to get a hold of that. Without revelation knowledge of that, we, we will never go, reach the goals we attend. Say. We want to reach those goals. And in any one way to do that, the knowledge of this must come alive in our heart. Hallelujah. No longer I, but it's the Messiah that lives in me. The mystery of the gospel is what? Christ in you. The hope of glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Praise God. See, the church world needs to see what they've got. Instead of trying, they're always trying to get what they already got. Lord, if you just bless me with this, if you could just, you know, Lord, deliver us out of the hand of the enemy. He's done done all them things. Lord, go with us as we leave this giant. <laughs> See? No, not don't go with us. He, he said, I'll never leave you, never forsake you. See, he ain't going nowhere. You know where he's going? Where you go. He said, I will dwell in them and I'll walk in them. See, when you walk, God walks. Let me tell you something. You know, they, when Jesus walked, they knew that the Christ of God was on this earth. They may not have liked it, but they knew He was here. Amen? You know, they used to, uh, used to make a joke, say, where, where does a 900 pound gorilla sleep, you know? Well, he sleeps anywhere he wants to. <laughs> you know, right? Well, this world can go with all this. Just anywhere you want to, folks. <laughs> Just anywhere you want to. Amen? <laughs> you can just get big as you want to with this. You can just get big as you want to. Because the bigger you get, it's going to be you falling away in the Christ of God. See? Revelation knowledge of this stuff will make you so humble before God, it'll make you act just like Jesus. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Stand on your feet.